What's up, guys? It's Scoobert Dubert. Today, I want to talk about progress. Progress. So this is something that I, uh, I've always had a problem with. Conceptualizing progress. Mapping out things like practice or achievements, milestones, goals. Because I'm a little bit too lofty. And that's how I've always been. But what changed it all for me was when I met my then-girlfriend, my now-wife. She is a runner, really good runner. And she told me and taught me that progress is not linear. No matter how badly we want it to be, there is no straight path of progress. And once I started running... That's where the lesson really sunk in. You, you think that I would, I would have gotten it from music. But it's not as, as clear. But looking retroactively after running, I was able to apply some of this stuff to music too. So here's what I mean. When you're running and you're trying to train up for a marathon, you start off barely being able to run a few miles, And then your goal is to run 26.2 miles and run it as fast as you can. I'm not, now I'm not like very good at this. I'm like a four hour marathoner, Um, but I have done several of them and I'm planning to do one every year for the rest of my life. (laughs) God willing. If you think that every run's going to be better than your last, you're going to give up. The reality is most of the runs are not even going to feel like a progression. Because you're always trying to keep yourself in this zone of being uncomfortable. And that's the whole dirty secret of training in general, be it for a marathon or be it for music. The goal is to keep yourself right in a place where you almost don't feel like you're making any progress because it's always hard. It's always right up at that limit. And if you keep yourself there, you will find progress, but it will not be linear. And it probably isn't even going to be that satisfying. It's not going to be that felt until you hit a milestone or until you find those gaps where you break out of plateaus. In order to not plateau, you have to keep adding. But as you add, you're going to feel like you're not ready for that addition. When you go from running a 13 mile run, on one Sunday to the next Sunday, Sunday you're running a 14-mile run. You go, what the hell? I just ran 13 miles. Shouldn't this be a lot easier? It's like, no, because you're running 14. But the whole time, you're going to feel like you suck at running. It's the same deal with music, is that if you expect, I'm going to play these, these um, new instruments. I'm going to do it every day until I get good. If you're doing it right, it's going to be a constant pushing of your ceiling. If you're doing it wrong, you're going to plateau because you're going to be practicing the same thing over and over and over again and learning how to do one thing. And you're not actually going to improve. You're going to feel like you're getting better, but you're not actually going to be getting better. It's like this. It's like uh, my record koan. It is it's almost illogical the way that progress really is musical progress running progress, whatever, language progress. 
the key to it all is to find that zone. And if you don't find that zone, you're going to slip between the cracks. So what I mean by like progress isn't linear is that some days you're going to wake up and you're going to be worse than the day before. And that's going to be very frustrating. That might happen for weeks or months. You might continually be worse than you just were. And then one day you're going to wake up and you're going to feel all of those months of practice and growth all at once. It doesn't happen in a step-by-step kind of way that you would expect it to. Be it on guitar, be it with a language, whatever. And so it's like not giving up faith and not feeling like it should ever really be comfortable. Another good example is the first time I ever uh, scuba dived. Scuba dove? Scuba divid? The first time I did scuba. It was actually really scary. I will admit it. You, uh, especially when you're going under the water for the first time in your life. And I happen to do a open water dive rather than a pool dive, which is your usual thing. Um, usually they take you to a pool where there is no current and they just dunk you in and you walk around the bottom of the pool breathing through your scuba gear. Instead, I was in Catalina Island. I had some friends that ran the dive program and they let me do my thing. I go into the water and the first thing that I feel is the current pushing and pulling me as I'm underwater breathing for the first time in my life. And the funny thing about scuba stuff is it's not actually the same amount of oxygen that you'd be breathing. Of course it's not. You have a tank that's limited. And so you're breathing a different blend. You're, and, and so your natural instinct is like, you want to get in more air and you're kind of freaking out. So like you want to hyperventilate almost. But my dive instructor did a really good job of as I was going into the current, he stopped me and he, he, he basically told me to stop um, paddling and just let the current take me to watch the fish and see how they are being led in and out of the kelp forest by this current. And only once you feel that current, once you feel it give and take, push and pull, and you're no longer fighting against it, once you get that rocking motion, that's when you're able to find progress. And that's when you start going along the ocean floor. And before you know it, you're 30 feet underwater looking up in a completely different world. And that's the same thing going into like music, learning an instrument. Is Part of it is you have to acclimate to that sense of not really being in control. Especially like when I first started to learn drums. Not like I'm very good at drums, but I'm way better than I was when I first started to learn. I had to kind of give in to the sense of my brain needs to rewire itself. I need to be able to do one thing with this hand, another thing with this hand, another thing with both my feet. And not just think of one or two rhythms. I need to think of four. And they all need to work together but work against each other. That was not something physically I was capable of doing, even though I could picture what I wanted to have happen in my head, even though I programmed drums and had a really good sense of like time and feel and rhythm and subdivisions and all, all of these theoretical concepts and was actually able to play them on guitar so I, and piano. So like I had some limb independence, but then you introduce feet. My feet were and still are dumb because 
I've barely used them in my life. I run, but I've, I don't play, I've never played like soccer really. I've never, you know, I'm not I'm a musician. I'm not the biggest athlete. And, and they were never really involved in my musical journey. Yeah, sure. You tap your foot, but nothing more complicated than that. It's not actually involved in the music. And so in order to even start playing drums, I had to give into that current, that ebb and flow of literally what's going on is my neurons are rewiring themselves to become capable. It's not, it's not, I can't brute force that. You just have to do it enough. Train your brain to say, this is something I'm trying to do now. Eventually your brain will listen. It might take weeks, it might take months. But then after that, then you can really get to work. But you have to find that, that flow. And you have to grind through the physical rewiring of your brain. And that's what progress is. is it's painful. Learning is painful. But it's, it's worth it. In the same way that exercise is worth it. You get to the other side and you don't really realize how far you've come. It's almost impossible to fully look back, but that's one of the beauties of something like a, like a marathon or having, you know, 15 years on an instrument is every once in a while <laughs> you'll do something and go, wow, like, how am I even capable of that? Because I, I still remember what it's like when I picked up my guitar for the first time or when I heard a guitar solo and said, I want to do that. And then eventually like you do it and you look back and go, wow, I made it all the way up that mountain. And then you look out in the distance and say, oh, there's an even bigger mountain over there. <laughs> you got to go climb that. And you put one foot in front of the other until you do. Understanding that there will be some peaks and there will be some valleys. There will be some times that you don't realize that you're going uphill and you're going to be gassed. You're hoofing it and you don't know why it's so hard until you realize you just made it up another peak. The progress will slow down. And then every once in a while, you're going to hit a valley and you're going to you're going to pick up pace and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm the best. Everything's going so well until you hit another hill. And that's just the way it is. The worst thing is to just hit plateau after plateau where you just go in these straight lines. That's, that's the zone of stagnation. If it's not painful anymore, you need to try something else. You need to push yourself. It's like, uh, I think David Bowie said this in an interview, basically, the second that you're making music that feels easy is the second that you're making bad music. You need to always be pushing yourself. I think it was actually, no, it was, it was uh, Jonathan Higgs from Everything, Everything. That's what he, he was saying that. He was saying, like talking about the need to reinvent is being fundamental to the artist's journey. Because if you just keep making the same record over and over and over again, it is the definition of plateauing. And by doing that, I think the, uh, <laughs> the muses are not super pleased because we are dynamic creatures. You know, I, I feel like the goal is, is for every 10 years or so to look back at the stuff you did 10 years ago and be proud of it, but not feel like you could possibly make that again because that was a different person. You've grown so much. And it's harder to experience that growth moment to moment. And so don't, I, I think that's like the center centerpiece here is like give into the work, try to make it 
painful, push it up to that level of emotionally painful, not necessarily physically painful, push it up into that zone of uncomfortability and then go with that flow, ride that tide. And don't worry too much about those milestones. Get to those milestones and you'll know. Set goals, have ideas of the mountain that you're pointed towards, and then just hoof it. Look down at your feet as you walk towards it. And you'll be surprised at the pace that you make, even though it might feel like a snail's pace. You will close gaps faster than you realize if you just put in the work. This is a message for myself too, because it's not always perfect. Sometimes it's very hard to decide to get back on the horse again and put in some more work. But that's what I'm about to go do. I'm going to go make some music now, and I hope it's good. And even if it's not, the point is doing. The good music will come. Hopefully some of it's come already. (laughs) If you want to uh, keep in touch, reach out to me. Scubertdubert.pizza is where you can find all of my links. Um, And happy to cover any topics ranging from, you know, creativity to music theory, engineering, whatever on this uh, crazy little podcast I've got going. So thank you for listening. This is Scuba Dubert. Reach out, scubertdubert.pizza. Always here to chat. Bye. Wow.